I came out, I guess what you would consider later in life, um, I was in between 34 and 35. You know, this is me and like, it, it's no longer like a question. Like it, it was very much so a moment of acceptance. And so she didn't take it well. And she said like, you know, be prepared to like potentially have like a really lonely life. Hey guys, this is Franklin Venegas, and I want to welcome you to my first podcast, I'm Not Gay. Plot twist, I am. One of the reasons why I selected that title is because there is so much more to me than who I am sexually attracted to. And the same is true for so many of us in the LGBTQ community. Also, one of the first phrases that we say before we're ready to come out is, I'm not gay. So I partnered with a few friends, and I asked them if they would be comfortable enough to share with me their stories. Specifically, their coming out stories. I asked everyone to stay anonymous, and I've collected a few snippets of their interviews, and I compiled them into this episode. Before I get into their stories, it's only fair that I share my own. I'm the only boy out of three girls, and I grew up in New York City in a Latino Catholic household. So growing up, the idea of being attracted to someone of the same gender didn't really seem like it would be okay, which is kind of wild because my parents knew people that were homosexual and they were friends with them. But growing up, I just felt that I needed to meet certain expectations, and that meant that I needed to be with a woman. When I was in high school, I liked girls, or rather, I liked the idea of liking girls. And it wasn't until I was 17 and years of asking out girls just to be friend-zoned constantly that this guy hit me up and asked me out on a date, and all I wanted to do was go on a date. It was a great time. I felt really comfortable with him. I didn't really understand what I was feeling, but I knew that I liked it. So I kept everything really quiet, and it wasn't until college. I was taking an English class, and this guy was there. We made eye contact. We spoke, and then we ended up going on a few dates. Now, let's fast forward to winter. We've been dating for about four to six months at this point. On New Year's Eve, I am downloading an episode. This is back when you had dial-up and AOL. I left my AOL open. My younger sister decided to go into my email, and she found one that I had sent to the guy that I was dating. And I honestly have no idea what the email said, but it was very obvious that I was in a relationship with him. So she went to mom, and it was probably around like 2 in the morning, and I just hear the door open suddenly. I get startled. I wake up, and my mother is screaming at me and asking me if I am gay. And she's holding pieces of paper that she's throwing at me. And I'm still half awake, so I'm thinking this is just a really, really bad nightmare. She screams. She says something, walks away. And then I look at the papers and it is the emails. The next morning I see my mom and she is visibly upset, confused, and just sad. And she asks me again, are you gay? And I was tired of lying. And I just looked at her and I said, yes, I am. She didn't really handle it well. She screamed. I think she pushed me. And my mom isn't a person who really gets physical or hits us. So I think that was a little bit of a shock for me. And she walked away. And then the rest of the day, we didn't really talk to each other. 
I think maybe about two weeks after I officially came out, she had asked me if I was always lying to her because I would always ask her for advice on girls. And I said, no, like I was genuinely interested in those girls in high school. I just didn't know that I was gay and I'm still trying to understand this. And she kept asking me if I would consider dating a girl. And I told her, no, I'm gay. Things weren't really easy for us for uh, about two years, I would say, and I think it was mainly because of the person I was dating. She didn't like him, and quite frankly, lack of a better word, he was a giant asshole. So when that relationship finally ended, um, my mom and I, we spoke about it, and I can see that she really wanted me just to be happy. And she wasn't really angry at the fact that I was attracted to another guy. She was just really angry that I chose to be with that guy. So when that relationship ended, things got a lot better. And I finally felt like I had my friend again. Now, I'm not angry or upset at my younger sister for outing me. If I was 11 years old and I was reading something about a sibling, I probably would have done the same thing. And the way I look at it, she just helped me take weight off my shoulders and finally being able to speak my truth and not lie anymore has made things a lot easier and simpler. And because of it, I am a lot happier. I grew up in one of the most homophobic counties in America, which was Anoka County, and I went through hell on earth just like every other queer person, hiding the secret of who you are for your whole life. And day after day in public school, having to just survive hell on earth, I decided to make a huge leap of courage and move schools to a performing arts high school that decision changed my entire life it put me suddenly from a school where there was just really angry and hateful straight you know just a heteronormative world suddenly i was dropped into a a place where everybody was queer everybody was an artist and that changed my entire life where suddenly i was okay with who i was and okay in being gay Um, I stayed in the closet even a year, but something in me just clicked to be around people who are your people. I felt so safe and supported that me coming out didn't even feel like it. I kind of realize right now that that was just everything to me. I got a boyfriend for the first time ever at this high school. Basically, my coming out story was as simple as this. It was, I put it on Facebook, our relationship status. I said to nobody that I was gay. It made everything super easy. I I didn't make it a statement. I didn't make it a thing. And I just was unapologetic about it. And suddenly I was so sure that this is who I was that I just simply put a stamp on it, made it official on Facebook. Nobody had a Facebook in my family. So that's why I had the courage to do it. But then through other people, one day I was driving home from school and my dad wanted to be awkward and just bring it up. And I was just staring out the window and He said, like, Grandma said that you put on Facebook you're in a relationship. And we still, to this day, like, we haven't even said that, oh, yeah, I'm gay. I've just been like, yep, this is who I'm dating. Um, This is super genuinely who I want to be with. And I don't care if it is gay or whatever. 
I grew up in rural Ohio. It was a very conservative and very religious area. I knew I couldn't tell my parents. My father was a Baptist preacher that openly condemned anyone LGBTQ, and my mother assisted in the church, so I knew I wasn't going to get any support from my immediate family. I grew up being told that anyone who wasn't straight was going to burn in hell, so I was indoctrinated at a pretty early age to think that I was this evil person. I couldn't really tell anyone uh, how I felt or what was going on and couldn't really get any perspective on it myself because of that. I experienced attraction to men and women, so I did my best to just kind of be that all-American straight male, basically hide and deny everything else about myself. I wasn't really sure how to go about even liking a guy. All I knew is that I was attracted to them. I didn't really know what to do. I needed someone to talk about it. I realized that this was not something that was normal. So I confided in a female friend. She rode the bus with me to school. She was really supportive. She was the first person that I ever came out to. I didn't come out to anyone else till I was into college when I was able to be on my own for fear that if the wrong person were to tell somebody, I would get kind of just, you know, kicked out and excommunicated from not just the people I knew, but the place that I had to live. I did tell all my close friends in college and was given an overwhelming uh, amount of support and encouragement to just be myself. And quite honestly, it was the first time in my life that I felt comfortable being who I am. When I told my best friend at the time, he said to me, "Uh, that's cool, but is it going to get in the way of Halo Night at your place? So it felt really wonderful to just be treated normal, like it was just another thing. Cool, so you're bisexual, big deal. Uh, Can we still play video games tonight? I noticed my mental health improved drastically. I found my first serious relationship with a man. And I've dated just about as many women as I have men. It's, it's been an interesting adventure. I knew I was gay, or at least I knew I liked women. I don't know that I had any kind of label or anything. I, kn- I knew that I liked women when I was pretty young. Reflecting back on it, everybody in my life seemed to know. So like growing up, my my mom asked me a bunch of times in my life, like, are you gay? Because like, I would get crushes on girls at school. And like, obviously, I wouldn't talk about them in that way. But I would talk about them and you know, a little bit more obsessively, probably than I talked about other people. So a lot of times my mom would say, are you gay? Are you gay? And I remember at one point her saying like, you know, it's like the song in Avenue Q, because if you were, it would be okay. I just want you to tell me. So there was always that feeling in the back of my mind they're like ah if and you know whenever I come out to my my family it'll be fine my dad died when I was 16 kind of threw my whole world off of kilter and I was very involved in the theater and I had a lot of friends in the theater community I had been there for some of them to come out to and and so I was like well yeah that's fine this is this is fine. So the first person I told was my friend Jeremy, who he and I are still friends. And we came out to each other like simultaneously. So we had had one of those like crushes on each other. We had a thing. We weren't really dating, but we were kind of dating. We were at acting class. And I remember he told me that he was gay. Uh, and then I told him, well, you know, I like women too. So I came out to my friends, like my best friends from school. They acted very supportive up front. Uh, did the cop out thing where you say, you know, 
Well, I think I might like girls. Like, I, I still like boys, too, but which I, I don't. Let's be very clear. They were with it, and then they were not. I had a, a terrible, terrible falling out with all of my best. I don't speak to any of my childhood friends anymore because not only did they, like, turn against me, but then they, for some reason, you know, needed to tell everybody else and really sort of left high school with none of my high school friends. So then, obviously, that tainted my coming out experience. But I went to school in New York City for musical theater. I went to college at NYU. And so, like, obviously, I'm in a very welcoming, very embraced environment. It was my second semester. So I'm telling my mom about the classes that I've signed up for for next semester. And one of them was called Erotics. And it was with this professor that I loved. And so I'm all excited to tell her about this class. And she was like, Erotics? What is that? Some gay class? And I was like, not a gay class. I think it's just a class about like human sexuality and erotics in general. She was like, well, why are you taking that? Are you gay? And like I'd said before, like lots of times in my life, my mother had asked me if I was gay. And my instinct was always to say no. But in that moment, my instinct was to say yes. And I thought that was strange, but I figured I might as well capitalize on it uh, because I was aware it was something different. So I said yes, expecting, again, that everything would be fine because, you know, like Avenue Q, if you were, it would be okay. Just tell me. It was not okay. Everything got kind of blurry after that because it was really different than, than what I was expecting and my memories really aren't coherent in that time. We grew up in the church, but we weren't raised religious. But my mom went through a very religious phase uh, after my father died. And that was the like a lot of what that conversation was coming from or the space that a lot of that was coming from. And the thing that I really remember, she said, like, I didn't love my family anymore because I was now this out gay person living in New York. My pool had corrupted me. So the end of the conversation was my mom saying, well, thank goodness your father's not alive to hear this because it certainly would have killed him. That's what I most remember from that conversation. And that was crushing for a lot of different reasons, obviously. But secondly, because like he would have been that place that I went to first for that. I went home for Easter and we spoke about it. And then she bought me a purse and heels, which I called my gay purse for a long time. We just never spoke about it again for like four or five years until I was in like a very serious relationship and sort of said, you know, deal with it. Uh, this is how this is going to go. Fast forward, my mom and I are like thick as thieves. Like she's my best friend in the world and we talk about everything and she's met many of my partners and she's really supportive of my relationships the way that I embraced my sexuality moving forward, other than obviously having to like come out to my mom. But like, since then, it's never really been a production. It's just I am the person that I am. And it can be rather easily implied, I think, by the way that I present myself in the world. But you know, if there's ever a conversation about a partner, just my partner, my girlfriend, or she this or, you know, that's kind of how it's been since then is um, never really done like a an official coming out. I came out when I was 19 years old. If I remember well, it was my mother. She was complaining about something about me lying too much. And it, was, it wasn't related to my sexuality. It was about something else. But to me, I knew it was related to my sexuality because I was lying about where I was going. And at the time, I was hanging out with uh, my boyfriend. So I got tired of lying and 
I wrote her a seven-page letter explaining everything from when I first felt that I was gay back in elementary school. I was nine years old to what I went through in high school, how I felt in high school, all the way to college when I decided to fully come out to everyone. And I put it on her desk and I left. I went down to the school. A couple hours later, uh, my phone rings and my brother is on the phone and he tells me that my mother's been crying. Do you, I know what's going on? I knew what was going on, but I just told him that. I didn't know so I spoke to my mother and she was crying and she told me to come home so I came home we sat on the couch and she spoke to me calmly she was very comforting and soothing and she told me that we'll work this out together at the time I thought that meant that she would help me in accepting me as who I was but what she meant was how to change who I was, how to stop me from being gay. And I found this out slowly but surely. She stopped trusting me. She started questioning me a lot. Her demeanor around me changed. She was not as friendly with me anymore. And it got to a point where she didn't even trust me around my own little brother. And then eventually she told me that um, I had a month to find a place to live. I packed all my stuff and three months of me going back and forth between friends' apartments and just lugging myself from place to place because I didn't have a job and I didn't have any money. And finally, I was able to get a place in Brooklyn. It wasn't the best apartment. It was a loft and I couldn't even stand on it and I didn't have a door, but it was the first time I had a place to call my own and I didn't have to hide who I was. So um, I was grateful to all the friends who, who let me stay with them. I'm 33 years old right now, and my relationship with my mother has not changed. Um, she's gotten worse, actually. Even when I was engaged and I did go to see her, um, she told me to take the ring off because it didn't mean anything. I wrote her a personal email to say, I know things are not good between us, but it would be great to have you by my side. Um, she said that she would not come and that she cannot be part of such an atrocity and that she would pray for me and my husband because we are clearly part of the problem in the society or sort of a defunct of the society and all she could do was pray for me. So to the day of the wedding, uh, one of my aunts came and my cousins and my brother my be was my best man also, so they all came. But my godmother told me that she happened to have a retreat at the time and my another aunt just told me that she cannot come just because of her religious beliefs. So to this day, those, my godmother, that aunt, and my mother, we don't speak. They're over well over 60, so I don't see that changing. And I know some people have told me to have hope. And some friends have asked me, would I be willing to forgive her if she decides to change? Or my aunt's my godmother? And I don't know, honestly. I don't know, because there's been so much hurt that I don't know if I'll be able to just start over. But I want to focus on my friendships, my marriage, and us eventually adopting and ready to start my own family and change the narrative. Because just like me being a teacher, I have hope in the future. I was 12 years old. I had just gotten back from the United States for the first time, I'm from Brazil. And my parents gave me a laptop. On this laptop, they encrypted a program that will allow them to see everything that I was doing. They followed me around for nine months. They saw me with guys, they saw me changing pictures, they saw me dating, basically. And one day, my mom decided that was enough. 
and she followed me to a mall where I was with a friend and he sat on my lap and we started kissing and my mom texted me telling me to go home and that she had saw me with this guy and she told me to go home. I went to a friend's house. I hid for around six or seven hours. I tried calling my brother. I tried talking to someone that could reason with me, someone that could help me out, and no one would. My dad was mad, my mom was mad, and my friend told me that I couldn't stay there because my parents needed to, me to go home. I went home. My parents didn't give me a chance to talk. They decided that what happened was obscene, it was wrong, and they beat me up. They beat me up so bad that when my head was on the floor, when I got knocked out by my dad, he's around 200 and something pounds. Uh, he kicked my head, and because of that, I lost 62% of my hearing in my left side. The trauma of, on my skull was pretty intense. He ripped it open my ear. I had an earring, and he ripped it open with a, a tool and he sliced it open. I was bleeding for days. It wouldn't stop bleeding, it got infected, I had to take it out. Um, I ended up losing my hearing on my left side I'm, and I'm only 42% on the right side because of that. They never apologized. They never said that what they did was wrong. They expected me to live my life and change. I didn't change. I kept living my life. I kept doing the things I should do because life is just one and it's too short. And maybe five months after that, my mom, she she went crazy. She has schizophrenia and she went after me with a knife on one of her psychotic breaks. By luck and my own strength, I was able to stop her. Because of that, my dad saw it and he saw that she was not... She was not in her right state of mind. She told me straight up on my face that she would rather have a serial killer or something than a gay one. That day, my dad decided that I wasn't her son anymore. I was only his. Even though my dad beat me up, he also stopped her. He grabbed me, and we left the house. And after that, we went to a bar. I was 12 years old, and we drank beer together. And my dad decided that he wanted to know everything about me. He said that, that was, it was really hard for him, but he wanted to know, he wanted to be a part of my life. We talked for around four to five hours. I told him everything about me, of how many guys had I slept with, how many guys have I kissed. On that day, my dad became my best friend. But up to this day, he never found out that I'm deaf because of him. I never told him. I had my money. I went to the doctor without him. They wanted to file a police report, had to run from the doctor, so they wouldn't find out that my, my parents were the one that caused this. I lived. I survived. I've been living at this age for now for five years. I'm now married. I have a happy life. But life was not always easy for me. I dated girls all the way up until my senior year of college because I grew up in a very conservative, rednecky part of Maryland. You know, I grew up in a town with like two stoplights and a local Walmart, and there were more cows than people. So, I was dating this girl in college. We'd been dating for like over a year. I knew it something just like didn't feel right. I remember really distinctly. I was watching an episode of Degrassi, uh, and it's the episode called Pride where Marco comes out. And I just really, 
identified with everything he said and everything he felt at that time. I watched that episode by myself in my dorm room and I just had like an epiphany with myself that like, you know, this is me and like it's no longer like a question. Like it it was very much so a moment of acceptance. After this, I broke up with my girlfriend and I said like, I just don't think that we should be together. I I really kept it vague. My senior year of college, uh, this guy auditioned for the acapella group that I was in, I was president of. And I just remember during his audition, I thought he was so cute. We started dating. You know, he had a very similar childhood as I did in terms of like growing up in a really conservative area. So we really uh, had each other to help each other out of the closet. After we were dating for a little bit, you know, I put on Facebook that I was in a relationship. Hid from like all of my family, anybody that like could possibly like have a connection to my parents or my grandparents or like anybody in my family because I wasn't ready to tell them. My friend worked at the same bank as my mom at the time. She went in and she was like, hey, Miss Donna, who's your uh, who's your son in a relationship with? He didn't uh, say who it was on Facebook. And so she texted me and she was like, you're in a relationship with somebody? And I knew like at that point, like I needed to tell her. So that night when she got home, I sat her down at the kitchen table and I told her and she cried like she was really, uh, she didn't take it well. And she said like, I don't want you to get HIV. Just all these like really stereotypical like, negative things about being a gay person you know she grew up in georgia with like really strict southern baptist religious parents and everything so we grew up in church all of our lives too so that aspect of it is really challenging to get over especially when you're older in life when you know you've been set in your ways for a while like somebody like my mom or my grandparents have been so then after that i told my dad i worked at his company one day and I just like stayed after and I I was never like the last person to stay in the office so I guess he knew like something was up I told him and my dad took it a lot better than my mom and yeah once I did that like it was so much easier to get the snowball rolling on like telling my sister like all of my best friends and everything like that my mom's grandparents had a really tough time with it as well you know even still today when me and my sister go down to Georgia and they ask my sister like all about like you know how's your boyfriend who are you dating like are you happy but I rarely get asked like any questions about my love life. My dad's grandparents, I'm very, very close with them. And I was visiting them for a weekend in Delaware. I was just like in my room one day, just like hanging out and at their house. My mom mom came in and she was like, you know, Tyler, we want to talk to you about something. We, we know that you're gay and it's okay. Growing up, I was raised Christian by, you know, immigrant parents. They moved to New York and immediately had me a year later. So, you know, their values were very much just like old school. I was kind of out of touch with society, didn't really, you know, have a lot of friends, wasn't up to date with the trends and things like that, wasn't exposed to homosexuality until I was like 12. So it really has been a self-learning experience, and it's been definitely one that I've just been doing by doing things and by experiencing things. I grew up presenting as female, you know, with the expectation that I would marry uh, a man and have kids and, you know, follow the eyes of God and a decent life. But I knew early on that it would not be that easy. I always just had the feeling that, like, I was different. I wasn't like these other kids that were, like, around me. I struggled to, like, feel like I fit in. At the cost of my mental health and my sanity, I think I did a lot of things that, like, now I'm just, I feel bad for that small child that, like, felt like they needed to do these things to fit in. It wasn't until I was 16, my high school 
years, I was introduced to a wonderful friend who introduced me to like the LGBTQ community and what that looked like and that it wasn't what I was raised to believe it was when I discovered what it was to be transgender. And I started looking into all these documentaries of children who expressed very early on these desires. And I just felt so connected in that moment. And that's when I knew that like, this is what I had been feeling. This whole time when I thought that I was a lesbian, when I thought that I was gay, when I thought that I was, you know, a mess and I was just trans. I was going through something and that it would be tough, but it was something that I was going to be willing to like try and understand. And, and if it meant making me happy, then hey, worth a shot. So I started going, you know, by, by my chosen name and coming out to my mom was like very stressful. I had just cut my hair and my mom had found out from somehow, somewhere that I had cut my hair. And mind you, I had never cut my hair this short before. It was basically forbidden. With that one question, all the beans were spilled. I started to talk to her about how I was struggling with my identity and how I feeling a certain type of way and that I identified as a man and that I like, you know, men and women and how this, I'm the same person, but I just am not identity that she thought I, she had seen for all these years. And it broke her heart. It, it truly broke her heart because um, in her eyes, she was losing a daughter. Um, a daughter died basically, which is awful, you know, um, for me to say, because on my end, that's painful. I, I felt like I lost my mom, but you know, for her, she lost, it felt like she was losing a child. It was very tough after that. Um, we stopped talking for almost a year. It was tough. Was not in contact with her. I had dropped out of like college because I was fairly like emotionally distraught. Um, I was going through a lot at the time and I was also transitioning. So I was, you know, dealing with hormones from the testosterone that I was taking and that I still take. So it was a lot. And it was scary because my mom and I had, had, had such a close relationship. And I was like completely gone. And it was just myself. And the thing was, I found myself thinking if my mom couldn't accept me, how could I even accept myself? Like, how could anyone accept me? I remember for like the first two years of my transition, that was a, a tough one, me feeling comfortable in this identity and this skin that now I'm so proud to be in. But I remember at the time, that's what I was thinking. And now, I mean, like, now I... I don't need like my mom's acceptance. I don't need it. It would be nice and a beautiful world. She accepts me and I can express myself freely with her and not feel like I'm losing a part of myself. But I think there are sacrifices sometimes you make. And even though my coming out story isn't like a happy ending one, it does have its bits of happiness because I made a family. I've made connections and I have grown so much. I had a boyfriend at the time and was working for this company and a woman came and started working there. When I first saw her, I literally felt my breath catch. I just was like, oh my gosh, what is going on right now? I had this overwhelming attraction to this woman. I kind of like felt this flush of heat in my body. And so I went to my boyfriend. At that point, we had been dating for, I think, five or six years. It was a very unhappy relationship. Uh, we had uh, lots of times I had tried to break it off. He'd always convinced me to stick around and stay. And honestly, it was a very loveless relationship. And so I went to him and said like, hey, I can't be with you. I'm pretty sure I'm attracted to women and I need to explore 
explore that. And he was like, well, you know, go explore it. You don't have to break up with me. I expressed that that was just not something I could do. At that point, he got really angry and was like, well, you're just doing this to try to get away from me. And I was like, you know, yes, it's true. We have a terrible relationship, but no, I really, I really am attracted to women and I, I need to figure out what that means to me. I didn't know if I was a lesbian. I didn't know if I was bi. I just knew that like this attraction was not something that was going to go away. I was really angry because I knew myself to be a straight woman. So for me, heterosexuality was something that I was just so firmly ensconced. Like there was not going to be any resistance if I came out. My mom wouldn't be like, oh, gay people are terrible. My brother had already come out. I had lots of gay friends. I was an adult, so I wouldn't have to deal with, you know, that teenager angst of people come out when they're younger. Although, to be honest, I felt like a teenager. I was angry. I was just not understanding what was going on with my body. I was confused. When I told my mom, she was like, oh, well, okay, yeah, well, like, is this something you're exploring? Do you know? And I was like, I don't know what's going on, mom. But, you know, she was she was really compassionate and loving about it. I wondered if I ever really knew myself. It took some time for me to be comfortable with actually just being really upfront with being gay. For me, the experience, it was, like I'm sure for so many people, very convoluted. There was anguish that I didn't get to have more years of exploring that. There was excitement of getting to explore this whole new space of myself. There was fear. What if I was a bad lesbian? <laughs> Overall, I would say that the experience was a good one. I mean, I'm, I would not trade it. If I could go back to just liking men, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I feel like I'm my most authentic self. I know that I am one of the fortunate ones where my family did not disown me. They just didn't want me to lie. And everyone has been extremely supportive. So the biggest learn I have from that experience is that I wish I would have spoken my truth a lot sooner than I did. I can't change the past. All I can do is embrace it. And that concludes the first episode of I'm Not Gay. I want to take a moment and thank everyone who submitted their coming out stories. And to you, the listener, thank you. Till next time.